All right. Hello and welcome to the 36th episode of the Town Mile podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. It is Friday, September 20th, 6.38 p.m. Friday, the best day of the week. And uh, we laid down our 36th episode last night. So we're, uh, we're committed to a bi-weekly schedule. So hoping to get episodes out really every other week and uh, dropping them on Saturdays. So had two segments we recorded last night. The first segment, getting caught up with the bears and the birds. And the next couple of weeks should really kind of open up. And as the season comes to fruition, going to find out what kind of football team we have uh, for both teams. I think speaking for myself as a, as a lifelong Bears fan, it kind of looks like every other Bears team that I've watched my whole life, which is great defense, no offense, and kind of go from there. So we'll see if the young Mitch Trubisky continues to digress or if he's going to you know, start playing some, some good football. So we talk about that in uh, the first half of the episode and then get into a concert we saw on Wednesday night in Camden, which was Lil Wayne and Blink-182. Uh, 182 blink 182 182 I think it's 182 but had an awesome time and I think for me personally I mean I think Lil Wayne was one of the first you know first artists that I started to feel a little too old for maybe about 08 when the Carter 3 came out and it sold a million albums in its first week of release during a recession um, I remember kind of hearing a lot of the songs like lollipop and that sort of thing kind of think ah this isn't really for me this is for my you know, younger sister and, you know, younger people that really are into, into Lil Wayne. Well, needless to say, his set absolutely blew me away. He absolutely killed and we had a blast at, at that show. So we talked about it and really got into it and talked about live music and the experience. And it was a kind of inspiring talk to, to get into. So let's do it. So once again, thank you. You know, couldn't thank you enough if you're, if you're listening to this at this point, um, it, it's been awesome to, to do, and we're coming up on two years of uh, recording episodes and podcasts. So we're just going to keep this baby rolling. So here we go. Here's our 36 episode. Thanks for sticking in there and we will, uh, hope you enjoy. All right, here we go. Let's do it. One sec. I mean, we're we're in. So, welcome to the what is this? A thirty six episode. Thirty six. Yeah. Thirty six episode of the Tom Mile Podcast, dude. Thirty six. Thirty six Mafia, baby. And that's Brian Westbrook's number. GCJ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Westbrook is number thirty six. But uh, happy uh, happy Thursday Eve. Thursday, yeah. Doing it on Thursday, mixing it up. We're uh, pretty tired today. We're tired. I'm tired. Were you more tired for this episode or when we sat down with Jamie Davies in the basement? <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, Jamie Davies. That one episode? Okay. Because we were pretty tired from that one. We stayed up late um, for that one and got up you know, fairly early. I don't think I started feeling terrible until after we were done for that, for that one when we sat down I, with Jamie. Uh, I remember walking over or waking up that morning and... <laughs> Well, like you said, we were out pretty late that night, so you know, put two and two together there. Yeah, <laughs> and we were walking over like, to your, oh, your place, and I sat down on uh, your couch and just sat there, and just like, yeah, I didn't have much to say that episode. Yeah, just sat there and oh. just like listened to you guys talk yeah. for a little while. Yeah, 
Jamie <laughs> after <laughs> it was so funny because after he like after he stopped recording, you're like, I have no fucking clue. I just did that. <laughs> I, know. I just well, you did chime in because there was one clip that you did where where I think he was telling a story about Darren Ike. Yeah, like a, dude was 18. Really, you motorcycle. Like, wait, this guy's a motorcycle? <laughs> what's, what's this guy doing on a motorcycle? <laughs> like you were, 18? You are kind of upset. Um, well, yeah, well, welcome. I'm glad we're doing uh, – we're trying to stay current here. We're, we, we promised every other week we'd fire one of these out. Yeah, I'm glad we're doing this. So we've got a couple things we want to get into. We're going to start off with – we're going to start off talking about bears and birds first. Um. We're going to go football first, and then we want to get into a concert we went to last night, Lil Wayne and Blink-182. Yes. So we're going to get into that a little later. So thanks for joining us. Um, and uh, I guess we're, we're going to start, dude. So the Eagles, man, week two against the – Week two against the Falcons. Um, honestly, a game I I didn't think they were going to win. Um but you know, it, I guess it turned it turned out that the entire team got fucking hurt walking onto the bus, <laughs> apparently, yeah. because they they're just they're just dropped like flies. Uh, there's thir- thirteen guys injured, and they're all you know key players on the team. Um, so who's all the main guys? Alshon's hurt. So Alshon's hurt. He's out for at least two weeks. And really. He's gonna miss this week. Cat, he's he's not playing this week. He's got a calf injury, and next week. And, and this is they they play they play Lions Sunday at home, one o'clock game. The Lions, it's not you know a game they should be like you know taking lightly. Uh, I, I don't know. I think the Lions are a decent team. They're I don't know. They kind of flew under the radar this year. Flew under the radar a little bit this year. Um, they're they're not a, an easy out. So this stretch, and then they and it's a short week. They, they go to Lambeau next Thursday, uh, play the Packers at home in, in Green Bay. So this is like a tough, Jeez. a tough, you know, two weeks to have these main people out. You know, yeah, uh, it's it's a tough stretch right here. So it's kind of it's kind of discouraging, but you know, hopefully they can you know figure something out. So we cut my wife and I. We we uh, we 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 tried to experiment with cutting cable. So I haven't honestly been able to see. I don't think I've seen one play in person of the Eagles. So Wentz is also, or he left the game and then came back in at when, the end. Wentz, he uh, he came out for a little while. Uh, and, uh, Josh McCown uh, led a, a drive or a drive and a half, I think, if I remember it correctly. Um, Wentz got. Hurts uh, kind of the first couple series. And they didn't get hurt. He got he got hit, um, and it seemed to be a kind of like a rib injury because he came off the sideline rubbing this rubbing like that area. Okay, and you could kind of tell it was maybe bothering him a little bit. Um, but he just kind of kind of went back to the all that shit that he got kind of. Uh, Really takes heat got for it. Just you got heat for it. You know, can't, just can't play trying every to extend game. plays and one that's un, really kind of unnecessary and uh, you know just putting your body out there when you should he shouldn't really because you know he's the team. Yeah, <laughs> you can kind of be smarter about it. Yeah. Um, this this guy I was reading uh, 
uh, last last week or Monday, I was reading about um, this guy, Bleeding Green Nation. It's a cool, a really good Eagles blog. It's like part of SB Nation for anyone you know that you know out there that wants to read about the Eagles. But this guy, Benjamin Solak, I believe his name is. He wrote a pretty good, uh, pretty good piece about about Wentz and kind of compared him to Cam Newton almost. And where like Cam Newton was kind of doing the same thing when he came first came in the league and. Now he's kind of feeling the effects of it. Like he has this later kind of sh- on shoulder, chronic shoulder injury. Yes. He can't throw the ball like he used to. And he would just kind of put his body out there. Yeah. And Wentz is, you know, he's been doing that and he needs to just kind That's of smart, interesting. Just be smarter about it. And uh, just, I don't know, there was a play at the beginning of the game. There was an interception. He should have took the sack just or threw the ball away. But, it, you know, threw it. Interception in the end zone. It's like just take the just take the hit, or just like you know, just slide or roll down or fall down. Yeah. Like just take the sack. But ho- hopefully, you know, he, they can adjust that or they can get that. So it was an Atlanta zone. game on the road. Atlanta's yeah. playing indoors. Yeah. After didn't Atlanta get blown out in week one? They lost week one to um, lost to the Vikings. The, the, Vikings. the Vikes hammered them. The Vikings, yeah, beat the hell out of them. Yeah. Kurt Cousins threw – I guess I can't start making fun of Kurt Cousins because, I mean, Mitchie – Kurt Cousins threw – like he had like 95 yards passing. <laughs> but oh, scored yeah. a touchdown and like, was like super like, amped. Kurt Cousins, Kurt super Cousins, animated. Total Kurt super, Cousins game. Yeah. yeah, total. But the Vikes <laughs> ran for like 150 yards. Going to beat the beat the piss out of yeah, the Falcons. Yeah, Cook's uh, – he's beast, dude. Dalvin Cook. So, man. So, they got – so, this weekend, Detroit and then at Green Bay – that's a that's a that is a uh, that's well, a Thursday night under. too. Thursday night. Oh, they turn around and go Thursday. Short, short week. Wow, so it's tough. It's a tough two two game stretch here. I think. I don't honestly. I mean, if they win, it's great. But I don't think they'll win Sunday. I mean, I'll I'll be surprised if they win. It just it doesn't seem like like a definite win. But it could also be one of those games where you just roll. Because you know you just you, you kind of so. start to doubt a little bit. You hope so. Um, yeah. Wow. I didn't realize they were at the Green Bay game. Except one of my coworkers going is going to that that game. Yeah, it's a good like uh, good travel game for for fans just to, like go and see you know. Because it's kind of similar to what Chicago season is here. The next two weeks is at Washington Monday night, and then they host the Vikings. So you really are going to find out who you are. Like early on, yeah. Um, really, kind of see what kind of group that they have, and I mean, I, I think so far, you know, this Bears team, you know, just kind of looks like every other Bears team I've ever watched. You know, which was <laughs> that's what everyone no says, offense. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. no offense, and I think I, I, I kind of, I was so pissed off when they because they played the Broncos, sat and watched all of it, and it's just like the whole game was like they just felt like they're the better team. It's like they're they're better. The Bears are better. Um, and then well, we've got Paulina coming in. Yeah, sorry that's fine. For the background. That's noise. fine. Uh, Paulina, my fiance, is walking. In yeah, there, well, so. we'll give her a, a nice, a nice ovation. Nice Tom welcome. <laughs> nice, a nice Tom welcome. She'll be live on the podcast. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, they they when Denver took the lead, like it was just one of those weird games where they just couldn't score. Hey, hey here. coming in with a sixer. <laughs> Anything you want to say to uh, to our listeners? We we had like like eighty eight listeners in our last podcast. 
We have an audience. Hey. How are you? Hey, Hello, funny. everyone. Everyone's my fiance. <laughs> Brought home a six pack for for my fiance. Great. Yeah, you want one of those too? Kind of. Yeah. Can, can we <laughs> have one? Yeah. Um. Really, really appreciate that. Oh, is that I like with, it. Uh, Bridget Lyman. Bones, Lyman, sister. Brennan Lyman's sister. Brennan Lyman's sister. Been a, Brennan has been a guest before. Yes, we did our wing bowl preview. We that did have a wing bowl last preview. year. We did um, have a wing bowl preview. But yeah, dude, what was that? I wonder. I wonder what your thought process was <laughs> Sunday after because that game. I mean, it was a good game. It was, I don't know. It was a good game. For it was Bears. not a great game. It's no, not a good it game just, for Bears fans. But thank was, you so much. Cheers! 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 Cool. Cheers. Uh, my thought, uh, it just, well, because it just looks like, you know, the the defense just makes stops and forces teams to punt. That's pretty good. And then the, and just offensively, they just, um, just, it, it just seems like, you know, for as exciting and the games that, that Trubisky had last season where he really played well in quite a few games, like really, like threw six TDs and against, against Tampa and then had another game where he kind of lit up Detroit and he really looked smooth and, and tight, and I think teams must have. You get you get film on a guy for a year. You know, you can spend off season and look yeah. at film, and I think yeah. that's clearly, you know, that quote that that guy from the Packers had after they lost to the Packers. He said, and it wasn't even like he was dissing Mitch, but it was just like we knew that if we could make Mitch play quarterback, we'd have a chance. And that's just like, <laughs> <laughs> meaning I think stay in the pocket, <laughs> make reads. Yeah. You know, Mitch likes to roll out. He's really athletic. <laughs> yeah. And that was just, I mean, now it seems like teams have really bottled up Trubisky because he just can't drop back and, and just throw darts. So, yeah, as a Bears fan, it's like, you know, they, you know, they, they constantly force three and outs. And when you don't, and, and the Bears just wouldn't score points. And when you do that, eventually it's going to come back to kind of bite you in the ass because eventually the team's going to make a play, you know, like eventually they're going to do something. You know the the Broncos, and that's kind of what happened. The, and yeah, the Vic Fangio. Uh, yeah, kind of that uh, for sure. I um, mean, and, and but it just felt early that they ran a couple things. They did this. They did it. They had a couple drives where they just had a quick like scoop to Cordell Patterson, and he just had space and just burned for like a fifty yard gain, and their only touchdown they scored. Yeah. So there was a couple plays, but they just, you know, and I, I'm not ready to jump off the bus, but this is definitely the most down I've been on. Cause it just looks like, it looks like Kyle Orton in like 05, 06, 07, you know, just the defense is awesome. Soft, and then the offense just Howard, doesn't yeah. do anything. You yeah. know, it's, it's just Doug Flute. I mean, this has been the same stuff. I mean, literally since 1988, where it's yeah. like, Man, if Chicago just had an offense, they, I mean, but it seems like they should have an offense, and that's why it's frustrating, and that's why eventually it just they like they should, yeah, they have they have pieces. Allen Allen Robinson's Allen Robinson is an unbelievable receiver. Three cones. They got a lot of pieces, so it's kind of like all right, Mitch. Like what? What? Like it's kind of on him now. So I was super frustrated when, um, you know, Denver got a two point conversion and took the lead with like 38 seconds left. And it was like, I was done. Yeah. I sent out a, a mail it in text, I think to a bunch of my friends and my dad, like, this is, uh, this is it. It's like, I'm 39 years old. And the only thing that just <laughs> brings me, me down text. is the, Bears. I think it might've been, I think whatever you were watching might've been like a delayed, like a few seconds because probably was definitely was because you sent me that text. And then I already saw the ending of the game. And I was like, oh, wait a second. This is, I think this might well, be Well, I think delayed. I went upstairs. Yeah, I went upstairs. 
Yeah, yeah, I was watching it on the. And then online. I was like, I was like, oh, I fucking won, but I don't. Because <laughs> I, like, I went upstairs to just pile you know, away from my wife. So my wife's like yelling at me from the basement because there was that that roughing the passer penalty, which I get. Denver and everybody that on like that's on social media just saw that one play. It's like, well, that was complete bullshit. Well, the reality is Denver had two drives that they scored on that they had the same thing happen where it was two really terrible roughing the passer calls. So yeah. it's kind of like. Yeah, I get it, but at the same time, you know, it's kind of like that's Denver wouldn't have scored. I, it's, it's, it's all call it kind of relative, but so that that happens. I just was watching. It's fourth and fifteen, with the Bears have the ball and down one, and just thinking in my head, well, there's no fucking way, Mitch. It's like we're not going to make this. Is not going to convert this. Why? Why? I mean, why, I was real just negative it, about it. He, and all of a sudden, poof, he, made, up and he made, made a great play. play. Great play. Like, okay, so it's kind of like all right, like. He kind of avoided the rush, eluded yeah, the rush. Yeah, he really bit, stepped in the, in the pocket. Yeah, and, and Joe Robinson, and then it's that stuff that kind of pulls you back in a little bit. Like, okay, yeah, right in the middle. And of then the it's field, like fifty-three like, yarder field goal to win. It's like, well, there's no way this kid's gonna make this. And then he made it. I was like, oh my god, what? Like, Eddie what just happened? Oh my god! And then all of a sudden, you get a you get a Eddie win money. that day after kind of thinking you're not. I mean, and, and that kind of reminded me of like you know, in like 1990, the Bears had a lot of games like that where they just kind of won ugly and like well, they probably shouldn't have won. But those are things you have to take. And and uh, I mean, definitely take it because all of a sudden, if they play well, I mean, it's just still so early that. Yeah, dude, Eddie Money, man. Sometimes you win games like that, and you know it. Who knows what can happen? So we'll find out a lot the next couple of weeks. Yeah, with, with both with both teams. It's a good, interesting, and then kind of back to Eagles. There's a lot of those uh, some Jalen Ramsey trade rumors going around too, mm. and it just kind of adds another interesting, yeah. interesting ripple in the storyline with the Eagles right now. Um, so I don't know. If, I don't know if anything happens with that, but it's something that you kind of keep your eye on. Look out it's for. kind of funny what you've seen happen in the NBA with guys that are kind of like controlling their own stuff and where they want to be and not happy at your job and not happy yeah. where you're at. NFL is working. Now we're starting to see that with your Dolphins players getting like traded and asking for trades. And yeah. Jalen I mean, Ramsey's asking for a trade. Yeah. And Did you see that? That fight was pretty uh, – <laughs> that fight was pretty nuts. Him and Duck Rome were like – Really going at each other. I didn't see. I I got to look that up. I didn't see it. He uh, he came off the field. He like kind of ch- like I didn't shove him, but like kind of pushed Doug Marone away. Wow. Like, Doug Marone was getting into his the head face. coach. Yeah, it was getting in his face. Oh, I did see that. And he I did see back that. At him, he kind of pushed him a little bit, and then he's on the bench, and Doug Marone walked back over to him, and they got like, and then he got right up, got into his face again. And then Jalen Ramsey stood up, and all his teammates were like, "Oh no, 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 no!" Yeah. Like, held him back. Like, yeah. So it's. it's I think that's what you call a shit show. <laughs> like, yeah, it's that is just a shit show. It's really, it's really uh, amazing how, almost like, well, the Jaguars, especially because you know, two years ago they're a game, they're a, a, mm-hmm. a pass away from. The fucking Super Bowl. Then they had, a, they had and a then three touchdown lead against the Patriots in the first half. And there, yeah, and then there was that. There was kind of a questionable call in that game that kind of some people say, you know, kind of won the Patriots that game. Yeah, but 
and then they, it just implodes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nuts. That's the thing. Well, that's just the thing with with how how fast the window can close. You know, when you just have that opportunity, and that's why I think a lot of Bears fans are really disappointed because they, you know, you're twelve and four, and you haven't seen anything like that in a long time. So you're thinking like, okay, this is a lot. Of, this is a great group, and they should be good. Yeah. And then it's just like, ah, when it doesn't happen, it, it's it's just extremely frustrating. It's very frustrating, yeah. Because that window should be there, but you just never know. I know. Never so, know. Yeah, see see what happens. I mean, I would love to have Jalen Ramsey on the Eagles, but. I think would you, coming. though? Would you? Well, it'd be, it'd be for a year. It would listen. be for the season because he's coming off. He's coming at the end of his rookie contract, and, I mean, he'll, he'll get paid. He'll get paid big, yeah, big money. I guess I haven't seen enough Jalen Ramsey to. You He's know. definitely the best cornerback in the league. You think so? Oh yeah, hundred percent. He was an All Pro. It's like his rookie year, second year. Um, Who are the good corners? But yeah, I mean, he, he's definitely gonna get. He's definitely gonna get. Uh, it'd be interesting to see kind of what happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's what I had. It just defense. Awesome, no offense. I, I think I sent a text and wrote down the last seven games what what um, Chicago's defense has held teams. I, I think I sent this to let me write. Let me just pull this up here, Colin. So what Chicago has done the last seven games? They've held teams to six, seventeen, dating back to last year. Six, seventeen, nine. 10, 15, 10, and 14. <laughs> That's pretty good. And lost two out of three. The last two out of three, the, the 15, the 10, and the 14. Well, the 15 was the Eagles game. So it's just kind of like, oh, my God. Like, what more can you it, – it, it, there were kind of rumblings after week one, apparently, where in some of the – so you mentioned that that blog, that the SB – you said the SB blog for the Eagles? The uh, Bleeding Green. The bleeding so, so Chicago's is um, is Windy City Gridiron. Yeah. And there's already kind of some rumblings on there. What's actually the Jack guy that we had on, on, this, on our podcast a couple of years ago. He's on there. He's one, he of, the, one of the contributors yeah, yeah. for it. Um, that there were already kind of rumblings about guys upset you know, about, about Trubisky. So, so we'll see. I mean, it's still early. It's still week two, but you know, you want to, you want to start off, you know, splitting the first four games or you know, maybe three and one, but see what happens. You got a lock of the week this week. Mark Sanchez lock of the week. Oh, uh, Mark Sanchez lock of the week. Um, what? Oh man. I put I you on know. the spot there. My yeah. fault. No, you're right. I'm trying to think of, Maybe a lock of the week, like you, you're going to listen to. Yeah, I'm trying. Little Wayne or Blink One Eighty Two. Trying to think of something creative to come up with. I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah, have a creative lock the of the week. The NFL schedule. Um, lock, my lock of the week is uh, I will get a tattoo tomorrow. Mm. That's my lock of the week. That's great. Because I am getting a tattoo. That is great. Yeah. We'll post a picture. We'll post a pic. On, on the town mile of yes. your your new week. You get that tomorrow. I'm getting it That's tomorrow. right. What what time is that happening? Uh seven. Seven so PM. I emailed the guy, emailed the guy, and he didn't get back to me today. So Well, he's probably got a lot of clients he's yeah. seeing. Hopefully maybe I get a call tomorrow or or I'll just just show up. Yeah, <laughs> just I would show, just show right just up. Show I, up. I think it's that I think it's that sounds like it's that kind of place. Uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, Central Tattoo Studio in P. I think it's in Fishtown. Um, that sounds awesome. So, yeah, I'm excited. It's this <clears throat> go under the needle. Uh, I've been wanting another one for so bad for a long time, and this uh, guy that actually grew up with my brother playing sports in uh, South Jersey is the artist that's going to do it for me. That's great. So it's cool to kind of keep it. Uh, Keep it all tied together a little bit there. Yeah. So I'm excited. That's great. Yeah, that's my lock of the week. That's great. How about you? We're not going to like my lock of the week, dude. My lock of the week is the Yanks are going to AL East. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think yeah, that's going to happen tonight. Games, how many games we got to win? Like two? Well, one. just one. They're just ahead one. right now in the bottom of the eighth. Um, so we'll see. They might lock it up tonight. They did see, not to okay. to get into you know domestic violence, but Domingo Herman who has basically been their best starter all year because they've had everybody hurt. He's 18 and four. Did you see the shit with him today? No. He's got a he's got a domestic violence. Um, not not it's not a charge, but he's it's got his allegation. name tag. So now it's so now there's uh, they've kind of put him on. Uh, they've suspended him indefinitely. And and he is he uh, it's their best starter. Best starter. <laughs> he's the Yankees' best fucking starter. Really. And they just got Severino back. And this is coming right before the October run. So, and he pitched great. So it's kind of like, it's too bad. Stan's back too, right? Yeah. John Carl stands back. So they're getting all these things happening. So for this to happen today is, so we'll let it, I mean, it's not, not just disappointing because of the baseball team I like, because there's obviously, if there's a, if there's a, you know, a female involved that this happened to, that's, that's obviously, you know, but it's just, it's just not a good situation, but. Sort of related. Did you see the story with the pitcher, the Pirates pitcher? Yes. Um, the child. Yes. Freaking child porn, My dude. God. <laughs> Unbelievable. My God. <laughs> I read. I read like just a quick. Yeah. Kind of, and more details about it. I just read a quick like article news break thing about I it. I did see that. But yeah, he got busted for freaking. So, so if you're the Yankees, you win the AL East tonight. Obviously, that's going to be a thing that they're going to have to address or talk about. It really takes away from it, you know, of a great season that you have this dipshit that did the stupid. Yeah, you got to. And, 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 and we'll, it always just like, sucks. You say it's it's not a distraction, but it always. It definitely, it yeah, absolutely. Is, you know, your best, like, your the guy that's pitched the best for you the whole season has now. They have to talk about this. Maybe he won't, he might even that they he may just be just out. And if you know, MLB, MLB, I they don't have, they have a zero tolerance. Yeah, it's. Yeah. If he gets busted, he's done. So yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens. So well, they're ahead six to one in the bottom of the eighth. So they're playing the Angels, right? They may win the clinch tonight. So that well, that was my lock of the week. Well, that's started to bring a it downer, lock. but that's yeah, right. it's my lock it's of the week. week. <laughs> it's good lock of the week. Um, all right, so I'm I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna hit stop because we're got we're trying a new thing. We're recording on a new format. And then we'll be uh, we'll be right back to talk about uh, our experience last night in Camden. So I would say about six weeks ago, you sent out a text message to a, to a, a group text that we're on. Anybody interested in uh, Little Wayne and Blink One Eighty Two? And obviously there was a resounding yes yeah. from everyone across the board, <laughs> unanimous yes. Everyone was a, a, a giant yes. Um. Yeah. Um. Well, let me let me give a shout out to my coworker Dave Long, who uh, gave me the tickets. Um. Thank you, Dave. Dave. Thank you, good. Dave. Uh. 
he gave me the tickets for I don't need, I don't know how much they were going for. They're lawn seats, so usually those tickets are like forty bucks, I would say. So I got four tickets for thirteen dollars from Dave. So thanks, Dave. Um, and yeah, I, we were saying I was saying to you before we started recording, Blink One Eighty Two Lil Wayne is for like you know people my age. It's like kind of one of those. One of those concerts, you know, depending on your music taste, I guess, but one of those concerts where you always kind of wanted to see, always want to go to see them, almost like a bucket list concert. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you grow up, I mean, I listened to so much Lil Wayne in high school. Like, <laughs> yeah. he was definitely part of my life there for a long time. Yeah. And Blink 182, too. So it was really cool to, uh, it was really awesome to be there and see them live. It was a great show. Like, they put on a, Awesome it was great. fucking show. It was and great. they played every they played all the songs I wanted to hear. Lil Wayne didn't play a couple played a couple songs that I he didn't he didn't play a couple songs that I would have liked to have him play, but he that's okay. It's still yeah. amazing. But Blink Wayne too played every song I think I'd want to hear from that. Yeah. Um and it was it was incredible. It was great. The weather was great, it felt great, it was outdoor. Yeah. I just I was excited for both. I mean, just to you know, just for both of them. But I think, because I, I only knew probably one or two little Wayne songs and I was ready to kind of be, you know, we kind of, our, our group that goes to like Lollapalooza every summer, we're just kind of like, please just, I'm right here ready to just be taken. You yeah, know, like I'm ready cool. to rock. Yeah, like, awesome. please, I'm yeah, ready. Give me something. Give me, yeah. like this, I'm, yeah. I'm so open to whatever you're going to put out right now. Yeah, yeah. It just immediately walking in when we got in, I think he started playing that, that I ain't got no worries, I ain't got no <laughs> And that's what we heard going, you know, so we got to our spot and it was just like, oh, it just, yeah. I was really right, feeling right out, it. Right out of the gate, yeah. Because it sounded great. You can obviously tell that, you know, it's, it's crazy thing is Lil Wayne went on at like 8.30. So yeah, we went early. Yeah, we, we uh, started at 7. Um, we, we, didn't, we didn't go in for the opening act with Neck Deep. Mm-hmm. It was. Well, honestly, I don't know who that is. I don't either. Apologies if, Nick Deep's yeah, listening. Nick Deep's listening. I apologize. Yeah, Maybe we, we apologize. Uh, sure, you have some great stuff. I, I just... don't know. <laughs> I don't know who Nick Deep is. Yeah. So, you know, that was kind of like, oh, we could just hang out in the parking yeah. lot for a little bit longer. And we went in, and Lil Wayne had already started, and it was like, yep. all right, fucking A. Right yeah. Right out of the gate. It was really good. Yeah. This just the sound was good. The He really sounded great. I mean, you can tell it was obvious, you know, he's been a touring dude for a long time, and they had a full band, and also, it that really was really cool. Good. I thought he had the bassist and that guitar player, who were incredible, and his DJ. And they kind of added like the guitar player kind of came in with some like you know electric guitar, yeah, riffs, like some songs to kind of become where you're like, more of a, yeah, it was in, and little Wheezy was kind of giving it to him. It was like this is like he was yeah, it was yeah, very yeah. genuine, and you know you've seen stuff about Lil Wayne, you know, and wanting to. I guess, you know, the, the little I've kind of looked at clips of Lil Wayne or followed him. You know, my friends in Seattle really liked him. And he would stop interviews if a question he didn't like or just. So he was so genuine and thanked people. He, like, thank you so much. He and was. He kind of like kind of turned, turned himself around a little bit. Um, it was really positive. Yeah, he also it, was smoking the biggest blunt right, I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I was telling it's like a he had like a cigar, cigar in his hand. It was yeah. literally like a cigar. Like a, like a Joe Rogan tobacco cigar. <laughs> it <mix>. was so <laughs> big. <laughs> it was fucking great. 
it was really big and it, it was, yeah, I, I was in right away. I was, I was really excited even today to like talk to coworkers about like, I went to Lil Wayne last night and his set was great. It was fun for me. Uh, um, our friend Brendan was with us and Brendan's you know, kind of my age. Yeah. He's like a year or so older than I am, but it was fun for me to, to, to see like you and our, our buddy Brett, you know, a little older, uh, Brett, our, our buddy Brett, he he was singing like he knew like every song Lil Wayne played. I think Brett loves Super Loves Lil Wayne. He did, yeah. <laughs> he loves Lil Wayne. He but knew every cool song. It was cool for me to see it, be there with you because you know, Lil Wayne I was really on your radar no. before, and to kind of get your see your reaction, not at all to his song. I yeah, that's pretty awesome. Not at all. I, I was feeling it from the moment <laughs> we got there to the last. Yeah. Didn't. Yeah, and I, I I made a note of that because it's almost like it's come full circle now. The the transition and bridge of artists of 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 artists that my friends like that maybe ten years ago I thought was like ah, I'm not interested in Little Wayne like ah yeah Little Wayne sucks like I don't <laughs> get it like I don't I don't need to yeah now those guys now he's like the first guy that uh, you know that I just kind of like well I've come fully come full circle because now I'm ready to embrace like wow. This is really awesome. Like Little Wayne's, like I like Little Wayne. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, um, yeah, he played a couple songs from uh, Carter Three, which you know was a was a big album in my rotation back in the day. <laughs> so, what's the what's the origin and what's the story of it being called the Carter? Well, his name is Sean. His name is Sean Carter. Oh, so Carter Three. Not Sean. Carter. I thought Sean Carter was Jay Z. That's Jay Z. I apologize. Wayne Carter. Wayne Carter. Wayne Carter. Well, his I saw his name his was last Dwayne. Name, he was last named Dwayne. Dwayne Carter is his name. But he wanted to drop the D because he's just like, I don't like, my dad was never around. So Dwayne, I'm, I'm yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne Carter. Carter. Sorry. So Jay-Z that. and Lil Wayne have the same last name. Same name. Huh. Uh, last name. Um, but that's where the Carter comes from. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, Dwayne Carter. Did Jay-Z ever have an album called The Carter? Or is he on some of The Carter? He's on He's on The Carter 3. Um uh, Mr. Carter is probably one of the more famous songs from that album, and Jay Z's on that song. Hey, Mr. Carter, tell me where have you been? Because I remember <laughs> even years ago, there was my my buddies in Seattle. One of them had this just all these videos of Lil Wayne, um, these documentaries of him, and he would just write constantly and write and record and write and record and would record so much stuff. He would record everything. He, I, he didn't even want it to be polished. He's like, let's just lay this down. He would just lay everything down. And that was kind of the, do we want to call the guy, like the genius of his, of his hip hop, of his art is, yeah. was just that. He's yeah. like, let's lay it down. I don't care how raw it is. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's not polished. This is what I'm, this is it right now. And that, that's kind of his thing. There's a, there's a song on the Carter three, the at last song. It's uh, misunderstood. It's like a sample. Please don't let me be misunderstood. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. He just kind of, it's like a 15 minutes, it's a 15 minute song, but it's, it, it was, it's like him in the studio just like talking for 15 minutes. And then every once in a while, you get that, that chorus in there. Get some, yeah. yeah. And it, it's really cool. Like if you listen to it, just kind of sit there and listen. That's what that is. It's just kind of him riffing. Like just not really rapping, it's just like just kind of just, just like kind of freestyling and talking, talking and just yeah. hitting record and because uh, I went and looked at I, I was on iTunes today and he has is that Lil Wayne there? No, that's not Lil Wayne. They listen to no, that sounds like me, Cash. 
Like That's Meek Mill. I sound like, I like he, Lil Wayne gave a give a shout out to Meek Mill. Yeah, dude. But he's got a lot. This is a lot of albums. Well, he. I mean, he came to. He kind of rose to fame. He uh, he did a lot of mixtapes. He was kind of like a SoundCloud rapper before like SoundCloud rappers were yeah a thing. Kind of right before and that that he, happened. Uh, he, that's how he became famous because his mixtapes were so like they were viral hits. They're, they're so popular. And then um, Carter Two, cool. Carter Two was a really good album too. A couple like famous songs on there. Um, but uh, but yeah, like you know, he didn't do this one, the one from that show, the HBO show. <laughs> no, he did play. He, he did sing a couple of the features. <laughs> he did sing a couple of the features from like song like famous songs he was in. That's what I thought was cool. That's uh, really good. That it's really chance, good. That one chance at rapper song. No, that's called No Problem. You don't want no problem. Want no problem. Yeah, he, that's right. He has a really good verse in that. And he sang, oh, that he, one. He played that last night, which is pretty cool. What's on? What's that on? And what's Problem on? What no, album is that no on? No Problem is it's Chance the Rapper. It's. Uh, is it on his album? His last, his okay. coloring book, his last album. Um, yeah, I mean, I just came away from it like, ah, Lil Wayne's awesome. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on. Like, I finally like, okay, I'm ready to get it. It's like, oh, I get it. Like, oh, this is great. You know, it really yeah, was a. It was fun. You know, it was, uh, it was good. And then you know, Blink One Eighty Two, who you know, they didn't have Tom DeLonge, but I, it was a great set. It all around was like, because when Lil Wayne's set got over, it was kind of like. Phew, Somebody's going to come out and have to top that, you know, and I feel like yeah. they, they did admirably. I think right away, it was, you can tell it was like a punk show with drums and just mm-hmm. a different kind of show because the sound was different. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I don't know how that works with when you're at a big so, venue. So yeah. they must have adjusted something because the, by the end, you were just, I mean, we they sounded it. great. Like some, you know, you go to a live show and sometimes like bands don't sound like mm-hmm. great live, but they sounded kind of just like, the album did really um i my one my one note that i had like right away was mark hoppus looks super old looks old he's 47 <laughs> he's i mean he's 47, 47. it's kind of you know he's been on the road for 20 years but constantly like, you know have the camera going on stage and they just wrinkly and kind of i was like oh wow yeah old. i mean i don't think that's easy to do i mean we just went. You just went to a show, and I was like, like pretty much kind of exhausted all day. It's not like we, you know, stayed out super late, but and I got up and went to work, and I was tired. So just kind of imagine, imagine like you just get on the road to stay up super late. I think it's really hard for for team for not teams. I'm sorry, I just looked at for bands. Yankees clinched. That's awesome. I, there you go. <clears throat> boom. Boom. Clinch. Lock. Lock is in. Um, <laughs> that you know it's, I think it's really hard to just be in that lifestyle you know and um, mm-hmm. but yeah some of those guys you know I remember even when I was when I was younger people would like my friends that like metal were like oh man Ozzy Osbourne looks really old oh, like geez. in like the 90s like early 90s and now you know still here we are later on and the Ozzy Rolling Osborne. Stones look super old well, Ozzy still... Osbourne look old in Black Sabbath yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Exactly. So <laughs> it's not easy to, to kind of do that. And it seemed like, you know, I think I was even thinking about this last night when they played that, um, that, um, that walk away from me song. Um, 
What's my age again? What's my age again? Which yeah, it yeah. just it just gave me <laughs> chills because it's just in, like dude. so iconic, dude, dude, dude. You know that was yeah. so exciting, and I, I was kind of thinking like, I wonder if they enjoy playing "What's My Age Again." Like, I wonder if you I just get. Think, I always think that too. Cause yeah, it's I like, mean, do, do they like it? I mean, I'm sure they do because it's kind of like, okay, let's just figure it out to kind of do, you know, yeah, make you a living and yeah. be a touring band. Yeah. But when you have a, a tune like that, that's, I mean, I remember when that came out that summer and like in 99, it was on TRL all the time. It was like with, the videos with like Nookie and it was with, pretty iconic it was with, I want it that way. Like, I want it that way. And that song were at the same exact time, the same exact summer. Yeah. And those are two incredible songs. It's a famous video too. Uh, they're running naked. To the yeah, game. they're running naked. It's got them like jogging, <laughs> yeah. and then it pans out, and then they're yeah, just bare yeah. naked. Yeah, which they clearly must have been really running naked. I don't know. They must have, and that's cool. That video is cool because they have two other songs um, that have kind of the same. Uh, it's almost the same video, but like different ways. Yeah, yeah. Like Man overboard is another song by them, and it's like the same video, but it's it's three like little people running naked. They're supposed okay. to be them. And then it's what's my age again, and then it's them, and then uh, their, their uh, latest album, Calif- California, it's called, which is actually pretty good. There's a song on that that uh, they do it, but it's three street chicks, <laughs> and they're running naked to the street. Okay, it's pretty cool. But they kind of like made that video three different ways for three different songs. It's pretty. And kind of the same, the same video. Yeah, it's pretty cool with them three little people yeah and then three three girls mm-hmm. yeah it was it was a great show man i i, I loved it I, I had a great time and i feel like we all kind of just were, were ready to ready to rock and uh and uh it was fun man for um, sure yeah it's been a good summer for shows i, I made a notes I, i've seen the rolling stones iron maiden the Strokes, Little Wayne, and Blink What Are You Two basically that's at, a like good, the that's last a good concert lineup. The that's last good, like six weeks. That's pretty fucking it's good. Been a good man. summer. That's pretty it's awesome. Been a, it's really fucking been awesome, a really actually. good summer. Yeah. Um, I, I I love the the concert experience, and I, I almost feel like the kind of that that excitement that you know that that just buzz that, ex, that not talking like a buzz buzz or a weed buzz or an alcohol buzz but just the buzz of it is i just i feel like that's part of why i wanted to like leave south dakota or live in a big city where i could just do that like where i could be close to that stuff all the time i never that just excitement yeah. um just the the sound and how loud it is and just how how exciting it is i, I just think it's such a wonderful thing to be a part of when you get the right people and, and and when you're in the right environment and you're just ready and a band comes off and just plays their, there's nothing their sets. Like, yeah. There's nothing like live music, especially when it's, you know, especially when it's something you want to hear. Yeah. And like, yeah, for sure. That's, I mean, that's different. Cause those are just like get up and like feel good, dance around songs like Blink-22 has. Yeah. But I never, I never really went to a lot of concerts when I was younger I just kind of started doing that more yeah. now, and yep. I I love it. I any chance I get to do it. Well, I kind of thought you know part of the you know obviously I like living in cities, but I think subconsciously, like deep down, you know, I wanted to I want to be in a big city because I want to be able to go see stuff like that. Yeah, and just have it be a it's, short drive. And yeah. in South Dakota, you know, we would drive to Minneapolis and Omaha to see like the first Foo Fighters and Red Hot Chili Peppers tour you know, back in like 2000, you know, and that, it was like, Oh, like, Oh, you know, four or five hours. Five and hours yeah. 
Um, but it, it's, it's really great to do that and, and to share that and have a lot of fun. I feel like some of the best relationships I have, like our brunch of Palooza crew, my South Dakota crew, or my friends that we go to Lollapalooza every year. It's really special, you know, to share that. That's and really we just fun, love yeah. it. Yeah, that's really because awesome. Because it's just so fun. It is <laughs> like, fun, dude. It's just, yeah. Ah, it's like Lollapalooza because there's so much going on. Like you could just go and see any type of music yeah. you can see. <laughs> yeah, that just the, the the way Blink ended that show last night with just the, that iconic that, that that I guess this is growing up. Yeah. What's that called? What's that song that's, called? Uh, it's that's called da- Damn It. Damn It. It's damn called Damn It. Well, they did, it's like, oh, you they know, did, they did fucking they did first date and Damn yeah, It back to back first date to end the show. That's all you wanted was first date. You love I first was, date. I mean, first dates. <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> but, and to end the show you get you get first date and damn it to end the show mm-hmm. and then you know they played they basically played anima of the state because that that's i think that's what the tour was 20th oh doinked it <laughs> he doinked it houston, that asshole just doinked it <laughs> this is houston houston two lane fucking uh, kicker for houston of course he doinked just it doinked it Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he almost hit another bar too. He almost <laughs> doubled the. He came with a foot away from double doinking. <laughs> he did pretty jacked though. Kickers, pretty jacked. Yeah, kicker's getting shaped now. Dude. Yeah, he's pretty jacked. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was like 20th anniversary of Enema in the State, and they played pretty much that entire album. And there's you know, there's so many good songs on the album. Adam's song, they played that. Yeah, they did. That it is. That was a great they did, song. They did. Uh, Aliens Exist, which is a great song. And then What's My Age Again? I think it was that back to back. And it, that was like What's My Age Again was the third song. Well, I think they just played it in its entirety, was, start to finish. Yeah, it's the third song in. I was like, holy shit. This is the, I thought to myself, like, this is the third song in. Like, this yeah. is great. <laughs> yeah. And then they played a couple of new songs too. Yeah. And just a couple of songs that I didn't recognize. They were good. And you was, got to see a, a drum solo experience the travis oh, parker dude, how cool is that kind of did the the tommy lee and the globe thing where he spun around and yeah it was really good and he was like strapped into like a like a uh roller coaster seat and just played the drums while spinning around yeah it's like giant metal orb which was really really cool to see that just kind of gave him like his own five so, minutes solo so blink 182 has always been a three-piece the whole time i guess i didn't realize that yeah uh, and the, I was listening to uh, an old episode of Joe Rogan with Travis Barker today, and he's he produces a lot of rappers. He's a pretty cool guy. He produces a lot of rappers, and he's been on tour with like a ton of ton of other artists. Has he? He went on tour with Little Wayne before, and I think that's where that relation. That's probably where that relationship comes in. I think I've seen something with that, like Travis Barker, Little Wayne. Yeah, like he plays drums on like remixes and stuff like that yeah. for other artists. Um, but I almost kind of, it kind of makes me kind of like Lil Wayne even more is the fact that he, he, he basically at a certain point, maybe not now, but at a certain point he, he was the biggest rapper in the world, probably the biggest artist in the world. He sold a million records in 2008 during a recession. That was a Carter three. The first week he sold in one week, sold a million albums during a recession. That was the Carter three. And and uh, and now he's just kind of like I'm fine to open for Blink 182 because I think he's kind of in that mode where he's almost like 
you know, I don't want to even say they're legitimate like punk rock guys, but he just almost has that mindset of like, it's just, you know, it's about the art. It's about just yeah. kind of putting out what I want to do. And, and he seems fine with it. And, uh, it's pretty remarkable. And he cleaned himself up. He, he was, uh, he was drinking codeine like all the time. Yeah. And it's seizures he, he from would, it. He would always have the foam, the cup, scissor, the, cup, yeah, the, the, foam the purple drink, in, the foam cup in his hand. And uh, he, I think he stopped doing that and kind of cleaned himself up. He had like a dress, like a t-shirt on, except it was almost like a dress. It was pretty like cool. It just like went a big all the way down. Robe. It looked it's like awesome. A sweet, like black. Yeah, it, it looked awesome. It really yeah, it, it it just the fact that he he really gave Blink One Eight Two a lot of love. You know, he's like, are you are you excited to see Blink One? Like he really was uh, very genuine from it. It almost, you know, I hate to like say it's like a. But guys that always seem genuine and give all they have are like, you know, Bruce Springsteen and Garth Brooks. You know, that that's kind of where he was kind of just controlling just and an audience. And I yeah. love that he had a like a stand up microphone stand, and mm -hmm. you know, like he's a front man in a band. Like yeah. it, it was it was great. What he's after every song where he said, uh, you talk about love, like thank you. I, I promise like, you that I don't take your love for granted. Like I'm so happy and yeah. appreciate your love. He kept saying one thing over and over. I can't and remember. I can't remember it. It's like he's like I'm. My I'm name. Not, I'm not here without your love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, like, like I, I promise you. He really wanted to make a point that like I promise you, I appreciate your love you're giving me right now, which it's I, pretty I believe. I was like, oh, I'm, like I was. This guy's genuine. Like he, cool, it just man. seemed like he that. really was. Uh, a lot of gratitude, which was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I loved. I loved it. It was so. It was definitely one of uh, one. Of my, it was a good vibe. It was a positive vibe there. Yeah. yeah, it was a real positive it was really vibe. Fun. Really, a lot of fun. Positive vibe. Well, with that positive vibe, dude. That, I mean, anything else? I think I'm good. I feel I, positive. I, don't know. I was. I'm, I was pretty amped up about that show all day, so I was, I'm happy we were able yeah, to kind of. I know. Get that. I was kind of tired. I was like, oh, man. It. Generate some, but yeah, I think uh, I, I kept thinking about it and like wanted to talk about it, so I'm happy yeah. we were able to record and talk yeah. about it a little bit tonight. Yep, absolutely. So we'll uh, next few weeks we'll we'll have some you know things kind of come you know start to solidify a little bit. We got some big NFL games. Um, I'm going to respond to our our uh, our friend that's writing a, a Chris Cornell book. Corbin, I think it's Reef is his last name. Corbin I'm going to send him a yeah. note. To see if we can uh, get something in the books here as soon as his book is done. So he's he's uh, said he'd be interested in talking to us. So definitely also excited. One of the to, better uh, Twitter follower. Pretty Twitter pretty followers. strong Twitter follow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. You know, he's like, what's the best? Yeah. Was, what's the best album where the first song and the last song is I the best song? Today, I was yeah, like, oh, that's too. great. That's a great call. And he's talking about my morning jacket and excited about. Uh, so definitely, you know, you know want to have some guests on and keep this baby rolling. So. Well, cheers, dude. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Good job. Happy uh, happy Thursday. Happy, happy weekend. Thursday. Thanks for getting all the way here, and uh, we'll, we'll see you around. Okay, I'm ready. Fresh air. Green hair. If I could live to be several hundred, I could.
could take a walk and really wander, really wander. All my ghosts on every sea in every land. Who needs that now? Who needs that now? Who needs that now? Have you heard about the heavenly angels? Oh, how they came to earth and met some ladies with whom they mated. And they're young, became giants, everyone. Who needs that now? Ah, oh, who needs that I was driving across the valley floor Going past a scene of gore Something that had ended here Then I stopped in at a porno store And I found among the pictures there A vision that was very fair Just a moment from yesteryear All I could do was stare Was it?